Well, hey there, everyone, and welcome back to Game Store Profits. This is the show where geeks get together to talk about God. My name is Luke Navarro. And my name is Mike Perna. Man, how are you doing today? Dude, it is fantastic. It's a little weird. We are recording on a Sunday, and we're recording the Sunday before this is going live, so it's a little weird, but yes. oh my goodness, the gaming excellence that is going on right now. So what kind of gaming excellence is happening in your world? Gaming excellence is abounding. Like, last time, last episode, I think it was, I mentioned that I'm desperately looking forward to uh, Android Netrunner. Yes, I, we, I remember we talked about that, and you kind of got me thinking about... Lord of the Rings, the LCG from uh, uh, it's not Plaid Hat, it's uh, Fantasy Flight. Yes, Fantasy, Fantasy Flight. Flight games. So I, I I've purchased that. I haven't had a chance to to bust it out and play it. I literally there's a a new friendly local gaming store that that opened up like last awesome. month. That is right next to the church, and so I stopped by and picked it up. I have not had a chance to look at it yet, but oh my goodness, it looks so pretty, and I want to play it. Uh, so I did also pick up Lord of the Rings, and I have played it. Uh, the advantage there is, is that it's a soloable, soloable game, so I was able to play a couple of solo rounds on that. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Are you going to sleeve them? No, I probably won't. No? See, I, I'm too, and especially with the Lord of the Rings vibe, that's become a collectible. They're sleeved, <laughs> you know, uh, which took a good half an hour to do. Must be mint. <laughs> yes, since there were so many cards, but I'll tell you what, the game is hard. Really? Yeah, and I don't... It's hard in both ways. It's hard to play, and it's hard to win. Um, the first time I played through, I completely butchered the rules. I had no idea what I was doing. And this was after watching several videos of, like, you know, introduction, how to play kind of videos. Um, the second time, though, I did play correctly. Still got slaughtered. Uh, not nearly as bad <laughs> as the first time, but... And I'm on, like, the intro quest. Dude, it's spiders, man. Spiders. All these forest spiders and Ungoliant spawn. Ungoliant spawn is freaking evil, man. Um, <laughs> so I got the base set, which, uh, as you know, with the living card games, there's they release sets on a regular basis. I think Netrunner was probably the first one, but this was close. So there are a lot of sets to this. Mm. Um, so... One of the things about it is right now I'm using basically these little pre-made decks that come with the original. Uh, right. This game has four suits, if you will, four power, uh, four different kind of mana, whatever. Uh, lore, I think, tactics, spirit, and something else. And, uh, and you get heroes. So you play with three heroes. Each of those heroes, each turn, generates resources, but the heroes are specific to one of the mana types. So, to make the game a little bit simpler for new players, which is saying a lot, there are pre-made decks with just one of the mana types that come with the original, uh, come with the base set. So I've been playing with those. I'm interested, though, to get a couple of more cards, of course, because such is the nature of these things, we have to have it's more cards. It's the nature of the beast. Yeah, and remember uh, when, when we talked about living card games, we didn't say you won't want to buy more cards. We said once you do buy them, you'll get all of them. <laughs> right, uh, and you know what though? I, I got to tell you, from what I'm hearing, and I, I will report back on this when it happens, but the game becomes quite a bit easier as you purchase more cards. Oh, uh, because, purchasing power, the card game edition. Well, I think it's basically just because you have such a limited tool set in this first deck, in this base set. And I'll tell you, the game is super, super hard. I, I mean, it is it is definitely up there with any co-op game that's out there, level hard. You know, I haven't beaten it yet, and I've played a couple of times. So, uh, but I am interested to find out what will happen when we I add a little bit more cards to the deck, or uh, build my own deck using a multiple of the uh, of the token types. See, I think that would be that would be more intriguing to me. The whole building your own. I I like set decks. I mean, obviously, I just bought Netrunner. Each corporation and everything has their own thing. Each runner has their own thing. But you know, the idea of mixing and matching is is part of what is really good. It makes it a unique right, experience, it, other than just uh, buying it, it straight it, out the box. And it, you know, you you're building your own strategy. You're playing the game the way you like to play it. Um, and maybe you build different decks based on. Uh, well, for this, for this at least, based on the 
opponents that you're going against. So uh, the way this one works is there are uh, basically opponent decks. There's, you know, the goblins and the spiders and the murkwood and and each of those have an icon and at the beginning of the game you pull out one of the quests and the quest has on the, the first quest card has on it you're going to use these three or four or five opponent decks you put all those together you shuffle those all up and that becomes the 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 quest deck you're fighting against the encounter deck um and so you do the you're going to see the same opponents the mix and match of which opponents you're facing depends on the quest. Um, so it's a very deep game, uh, very complex, a whole lot of steps. I think significantly more steps uh, per turn than, say, Magic the Gathering. It is a very complex game. In a way, it reminds me a little bit of like if Magic and Elder Sign had a baby and moved to Middle Earth. Oddly enough, I can imagine that. I can imagine yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, you know, and then they moved to Middle Earth, and the kid grew up, and that's what Lord of the Rings ELCG is. Um, but it's fun, uh, no doubt about it. I, I think it'll be more fun when I can actually beat the thing. You know, so you've got uh, the Netrunner. Did you got? I I think I don't know. Do you buy when you buy it new now? Or are you still buying that original? Yeah, there's kit, a. I bought the there... I bought the core set. So yeah, it comes with. I want to say it comes with four different corporations and four or yeah three or four different sets of you know the runners and their organizations so i i yeah i was literally just cracking it open about 10 minutes before i i started you know calling you up and getting everything together for this and uh, yeah i i want to explore this so much i want to see the differences between all the different groups because they are completely different decks so it's not it's it's not like it's just a it's like a facial it's not like a facelift kind of thing it's not like a oh this is this corporation it's the same thing as the other one it just looks different like they have different agendas different things they do so i'm very very much looking forward to that yeah so uh have you been doing anything else other games uh, other games on the horizon that kind of thing other games on the horizon yes and no specifically no android netrunner has been on my my radar for that because to plan on all the different games I want to buy. Like, when, when my wife and I walked into this store, I'm like, I want that one, and that one, and that one, and that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, to, to think about all the games I want to get is dangerous for my poor man budget. But, however, speaking of my wife and gaming, uh, she said something beautiful yesterday. It was truly, truly beautiful. We were hanging out with some friends and playing board games and card games and everything like that, as we are wont to do. Huh. And and at some point I mentioned, you know, man, I would really love to get a regular gaming group together. And all the guys like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, that could be a lot of fun. And then my wife goes, I could see doing that like every other week. And I'm like, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, like every other week we could have people over and play games. I go, all right, if you're being serious, we're going to plan this like right now. <laughs> Meetup.com. <laughs> So, so there's there are talks of having a regular gaming night happening within the near future, and that makes me very, 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 very happy. Very cool. That and between that and the charity event, the donations are starting to come in for that. We are already at twenty percent of our total goal, and quite frankly, I set our team goal super high. Nice. Uh, I set our team goal at a thousand dollars. So we have raised about 200 as of right now. And seeing as this is the first time we've ever done this, I'm super happy about that. However, I'm only a, a, a slight level of super happy. I could be super happier. You could be more super happy. More super happy. Many much more super happy. That could happen. And nice. so I would definitely love it. If you guys are listening and would love to support a local children's hospital, there's links everywhere. There's links on the our podcast website. There's You can't be on our Facebook page and not have seen me talk about this event. So just I would love it if you guys would support. If not, definitely be just looking at, at the, the updates that we're going to put out because we're going to be raising some money for, for sick kids by playing games, and that's definitely something I think we can get behind. Absolutely. So I did pick up one other game this week. Uh, my wife and I were down in San Diego uh, for a wedding, and uh, we were there a day early, 
and we were cruising through the mall, I came across this cool little toy store called Geppetto's. Apparently this is a chain, but I've not seen it. That's a fantastic name for a toy store, by the way. It is, absolutely. And you walk in, and it's it's one of those kind of, I don't know, smart toy stores, for lack of a better word, right? It's where you find um, building toys and science kits and that, that kind of toy store. But they also ah. had a section for games. And I was surprised at the fact they had some legit games there. Not a ton. Uh, I mean, it is a kid's store, so they were all... Forbidden Island was there. Forbidden Desert was there. Um, several others kind of along those lines. Uh, and so I picked up a couple of uh, boxes from a game called Timeline. What Timeline is, is essentially each deck... A whole bunch of cards come in each deck. And your the game play is basically... You're going to... Each card has uh, a picture and a title of something. So say you got the inventions deck. It might be the car was invented or the, uh, you know, fire was invented or whatever. And you start off with a single card in the center and you play a card where you think it should be on the timeline. Obviously, the first turn, it tends to be fairly easy. Uh, But as the game goes on, the timeline fills in. And you're trying to decide, is this between 1787 and 1792, or between 1792 and 1798? You know, and you're trying to figure out what time frame these things go into. Uh, And if you you get it wrong, then you have to draw an extra card. And the point of the game is to uh, get rid of all of your cards first. And so my wife and I spent some time... Uh, while we were waiting on a wedding, uh, playing Timeline. It's a fun game, and I think, in a way, it's uh, it's got some of that, like, sneaky little uh, educational factor that maybe a game like Civilization uh, might have. Um, and so, yeah, it was a, a very inexpensive game, very fun game. Uh, the kind of thing that you would definitely want to pack on a trip when you're waiting on a wedding. So that worked out real nice. All right. It's nice to have those little, like, go-to little games. I have, I have two. I have Zombie Dice and Dungeon Roll, which are my, hey, we're not doing anything for the next 20 minutes. Let's pick right. up this little game. That's exactly what this is. Uh, so that's good. You've been playing a lot of games this uh, week. I have, too. Uh, you know, we're not going to do very much gaming news this week uh, because we want to dedicate the rest of the show to a special guest interview. Yes, we are going to have Miss Holly Ann Satola come on. Uh, She has been a streamer. Uh, She mostly streams video games that are uh, Battlefield, Call of Duty. Uh, She most recently started playing uh, World of Warcraft. And and for those of you who are more into board and card games, which is a lot of us, uh, and not necessarily into video games, what a streamer is is that somebody who goes and basically records themselves playing video games on the internet and comments on them, you know, ranging from breaking down everything about this game and commenting and showing hints and all that to literally just, I'm going to play this game and I want, you know, you to experience it. And it's, there's chats. I mean, it's about, it's pretty close to watching sports on TV. Right. But it's a video video game game wise. And obviously, and sometimes, sometimes there are actually announcers and things like yes, that. Yes, especially but, if you're but, especially if you're going into games that are considered uh, major league gaming. You get like right. there's one guy who's famous on the internet now called Day Nine. Literally, he got famous for broadcasting uh, StarCraft Two. Okay, so StarCraft, Dota, League of Legends, right? Like Call of Duty, these kind of big, massive multiplayer games where the 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 bulk of the gameplay is the multiplayer games, you can go to places like twitch.tv and, you know, put in the game that you want to watch, and you're probably going to find not only a bunch of really high-end people playing the game, but you are you might actually find, like, organized leagues with announcers explaining, you know, wow, this is why they're making this move, this is why they're doing that thing, uh, this is the the army they're bringing. This is the weapon setup they're doing, or whatever the case may be. You know, so the, while we, we may not know about it, this is a big deal world in the gaming circle. And particularly why we're getting Holly Ann on is because Holly Ann uses her stream not only to play the, the the video games and to get people into that, but also she does a lot of ministry through it. In fact, one of the stories that she uh, told us was of a young man who was watching her stream. 
And she, for a lot of the, like, every once in a while she'll do giveaways and stuff like that. And one of her giveaways was a, a package of, of merch from the guys at Game Church. Because she does a lot of stuff with Game Church. And uh, the guy got, because of that, went to Game Church's site. Went to the stuff that they have there. Wanted to do a little bit more research onto the, the whole aspect of, of faith and, and Christ. And he got saved because he was randomly watching her play Call of Duty on her stream. And it's such a cool thing. And and Luke, let's let's just get to a point where we're gonna we're gonna get her on here so that we can we can just let her talk about it because we could talk about it all day. All right. Well, guys, as we said, we wanted to welcome Holly Ann Satola on the podcast with us today. So, Holly Ann, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. We're definitely excited to talk to you. This is not normally our our side of the things. We usually let the guys at Game Church handle the video game stuff, but you know, every once in a while, we wanted to, to touch base with the other side here and and definitely looking forward to having you on because of your stream is going crazy these days. Yeah, it really is. It's I you know, I can't even explain it. It's just it's going. <laughs> so how many how many subscribers are you up to these days? Um, I'm about to hit forty three hundred um, and I've been streaming since March. Um, so I feel like that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So uh, I, I got to ask, like, how long have you been into into gaming? Are you like dyed in the wool since the very beginning or is this more of a recent thing for you? Well, it all started. I was uh, four years old and my grandparents would take me to work with them for take your kid to work day. And they worked at NASA and my grandma would just put me on the Windows 95 <laughs> and uh i would just play around so i started playing some rodents revenge and some ski free so that was nice. my first um oh, look at PC ski free. gaming so oh my gosh <laughs> it was so awesome so that was super fun and then um i mean obviously as i got older i didn't think much of it again um and then when i was seven my dad bought me a super nintendo so i got really heavy into super nintendo you know, Donkey Kong Country, Super Mario Bros, Yoshi Island, Pitfall, Aladdin. I mean, I have tons of games, so I loved that. And then I met a guy. Doesn't that always happen, right? We meet someone and they pull <laughs> us into something or other. Um, I met a guy and he was playing Counter-Strike on the PC. And naturally, it was taking time away from me. So I wasn't going to let that happen. So my mom took me at 12 years old to the mall to buy me the game since it was M-rated and uh, started playing Counter-Strike. And that guy actually is my fiance now. So it's kind of cool. Nice. <laughs> like how many, you know, 11 years later, um, God brought us back together, which is super cool. And uh, that's, I mean, once I started playing Counter-Strike, I just got really heavy into, started competing, doing tournaments, traveling around, playing in leagues. I mean, I got really heavy into it. Um, and then... I mean, more recently, Counter-Strike is pretty much dead to me. I'm retired. Uh, so now I'm playing everything. My fans uh, donate games to me, and I'm, I'm pretty much down to play whatever. So was playing WoW a fan thing, or was that something that you wanted to do and you just decided to start streaming it? Well, my fiancé was big into WoW. Um, he's, his end of his time on WoW, he sold his character for like a grand. Um, oh, wow. I had never played, but I had kind of seen him and known a little bit from him i have some friends that i've been playing counter-strike with uh that are on my land team that were on my land team for gosh six seven eight years um and they were we were just hanging out in vent and they're like we should play wow again and i'm like oh goodness what does this mean <laughs> and i was live at the time and all my fans were like yes play well play well so yeah so i would say it was fan and friend driven so wait, okay. I think I remember I was there. I was watching when you were actually creating your character. You started off with a blood elf. Yes. But then you did the troll hunter. I did. Yeah. The blood elf, like, I wanted. I really wanted to be a mage, and I had asked Chris a while back. He's that's my fiance's name, Chris. I'd asked him. I'm like, hey, what should I uh, play with? Like, what character? And he's like, well, you shouldn't play with a mage because it's not a super easy star character. But I just wanted the character to look like me, so. But I ended up really sucking with it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try something else. So a lot of my viewers were like, oh, you should try a hunter. A lot of girls play hunter. 
which I did not take that in a bad way at all. I'm like, I'm fine with that. This is not my typical game at all. So now I'm doing the hunter troll and I'm, I'm digging it a lot. So it's fun. <laughs> it's different, but fun. So what, what's kind of been your, your opening experiences in wow. Cause I, yeah. I, I was trying to think about, you know, my, my days on wow. And that was like, I can't even remember years ago when I first started playing and I haven't been playing for a while. So I'm interested now as somebody who's just getting into it, what it's like. Yeah, well, my first night of WoW was absolutely amazing, actually. So it was funny because I was talking to my viewers. Uh, I was playing COD at the time, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm freaking out, guys. I'm going to go play a game I've never played. I'm going to have, like, five people watching me. Like, I'm freaking out. Um, I don't know anything about this game. And I had some of the top WoW streamers come in my stream, and it was like it was crazy. I had the streamer house in my stream. I had uh, summit came in and said, hello. I mean, just like huge streamers. And I was, I peaked that night at like 350 viewers. I averaged like 200, 220 for like eight hours. I had people coming in game, giving me pets, giving me, um, what else did they give me? Oh, gold. I got some gold. I got some pets for the whole battle pet thing. And there were some guys trying to gank me, uh, that were Alliance people. And they were trying to troll my channel, and I just had this army of, like, 30 guys around me just, like, protecting <laughs> me. So that was my welcoming to WoW. I felt extremely welcomed. I've never felt like that on a game before ever. So it was a very different experience, and I was just blown away by the response that I got from my viewers. And I met a lot of new people, so it was super cool. That is really cool. So I got to ask, so you're talking about streaming, you said that you've only started in March, did you say? What – what was it that kind of took it from, I love playing games, to, I'm going to put this up on the internet? Yeah, so I feel like I've kind of been in this transition period from being a competitive gamer to then now being more involved in the industry and less focused on just like myself as a gamer. So I kind of wanted to get back to some of that, but not really uh, completely competitive, uh, just because the games I'm playing right now aren't really in that competitive mode but uh i had a friend that was streaming summit actually his uh i'm good friends with his wife we used to play counter-strike together like 10 years ago and he's a huge streamer on twitch he has over 50,000 followers uh he has a bunch of subscribers and i was talk kind of talking to him about it and they just were really encouraging me like you know it might maybe hard to get started at first but just kind of you know keep it rolling i thought I mean, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but I thought people might like me. I thought people might be like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, she's kind of fun to watch, and, you know, she's kind of a good gamer. I figured my resume might help a bit. So I just thought, hey, let's give this a whirl. Yeah, all right. So did you go right to Twitch, or did you have you done other stuff as well? Yeah, as far as streaming, I went right to Twitch. And, I mean, at this time, when I started streaming, I was just playing Counter-Strike. Um and then I really decided that I was going to be done with that uh, phase of my life. And I was going to start just branching out and really becoming a true gamer and just experiencing all the different types of games uh, that there are out there. I mean, there's millions. So I really feel like I've just been expanding as a gamer. And it's been really fun for me to, to just try all these different games that I never thought that I would play. Okay, in light of that, I will ask, uh, I was talking about this, that we were doing this interview today at church this morning, and a buddy of mine who really wants to to kind of break into things, he's like, man, I would love to get into streaming, you know, you should ask her, you know, how does how does somebody get into it? So that is literally my next question, like, as somebody who's just kind of started up not that long ago, and somebody who's seen huge success, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who wanted to get into this? Um. So first, I'm going to give some advice that I've taken and then I'm going to give some advice that I've been given but have not taken for myself yet because <laughs> I'm stubborn. Um, so as far as the advice that I've uh, been that I've done myself, um, it's really important to just interact with your viewers. I have so many people that come in and they're like, wow, like you're the first stream I've been to where you're actually talking to us and like you care about our day and you remember my name or, you know, whatever, like you know, it's really this community vibe. So I feel like to have that is is huge and, and honestly is first and foremost for me. Uh, the game content, it's really difficult to pick what game you want to start on because, you know, you have games that have 
you know, thousands of viewers. You have other games that may have a thousand. You may have other games that have 50 or so. Um, I've tried not to focus too much on that, but the other part of me kind of does focus on that because, um, you know, I'm trying to become partnered through Twitch and I would like to play the games that have the high volume of people. Um, but a lot of those games I don't like. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that's kind of my thing. I mean, I've also played games that don't have a lot of viewers and then I'm, you know, the top channel with the top viewers. So I think it's kind of, I think the biggest thing to keep in mind when starting a stream, which is something, this is part, this is the part of the advice that I have not really taken very well, um, is to really not be too hard on yourself. There's going to be nights where there's going to be 20 people in there. Even if you have a consistent, you know, like I was sitting at 200, 220 for over a week. Uh, just really consistent no matter the game I was playing. And then uh, for like three nights in a row, I had like 20 viewers. And I got really down on myself. Like, what did I do? Like, was there a forum posted about me? Like, what happened? Like, and Twitch is just one of those things. It's very random. You, you can't account for when people are going to be on. Uh, really, all you can do is be organized, have a schedule, and just interact with your fans so they know what's going on. But then, really, the rest of it is in their hands. You know, we we really have no control of to who shows up or not. So to just stay positive in the midst of of those things, because uh, it can be very uh, it can be very difficult to see that to to not see a lot of viewers. And I'm definitely quick to to blame myself first. <laughs> Well, as church workers, we uh, we definitely understand that vibe. Yeah, I yeah, and I work at my church too, so I get I, I get it from both sides. <laughs> so it's fun. <laughs> oh, oh, good. Here's another group of people not listening to me. Awesome. Yeah, yes, I love this. <laughs> so speaking about that, uh, I know that that you do a lot of stuff with the guys at Game Church because that's actually how we kind of got connected. We're both part of Game Church City, and I remember just both of us were commenting on something. And I said, hey, Holly Ann, we should totally have you on the podcast. And then you're like, absolutely. Name the time and place. I go, all right then. <laughs> That's how I roll. Yeah, so uh, it's actually a really cool story how I met Mikey from Game Church. He was at my church for the Converge like church planning assessment center. Mm -hmm. And he was like one of the um, – they have people they call like viewers or something, people that just like have to be there to like view what's going on. And he was one of the people, well, he gave my office manager a business card and she immediately passed it to me because there was Jesus with a, you know, gaming controller on right. it. My boss knew that was like right up my alley. So she passed it to me and I was like, whoa, what is this? So the next day I like prayed that Mikey would be there again. He was there again. So I approached him and I'm like, hey, like, I know you don't know me, but here's my name. Uh, kind of told him like what I've been doing for the last decade in gaming and kind of where I'm looking to go and. He said he'd be in contact with me. Uh, so I went down and I ended up working uh, with Game Church for, gosh, November to March. So however long that was. Um, and uh, I was doing like a bunch of different stuff for them. I was their community manager. Uh, I was doing, you know, just different things. I went to E3 with them, did some video interviews, which was like a dream come true. I loved really found my passion for that there with them. And they're just a great group of guys. So now, even though I'm not on staff with them, I really still wanted to be a part of their ministry. So I messaged Jordan and I was like, Hey, like I want to be able to promote you guys as much as possible on my stream kind of threw out some ideas and that's kind of where we're working with right now. So it's very just like free flowing, you know, just, I messaged Jordan, hey, like, should we do a giveaway? Should we do this? And we're just kind of brainstorming different Twitch ideas. So that's kind of where I'm at with them now. That's really cool. So kind of kind of to branch off of that, like, how do you view your stream as, as a ministry? Yeah, um, this has definitely been something that I've been praying about a lot, uh, especially I got raided last week by 4chan. Oh, and wow. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty terrible. And it was for six hours. And... I should have just, looking back, I should have just gone offline, but um, but I, I'm very connected to my fans, so it's like I didn't want to just stop my stream. But anyways, with all that said, after that happened, I really just had to take a step back and think, you know, is this really what I want to be doing? Is this really what I, what I want to be spending my time on? You know, I'm super busy. I have a lot of other things going on, but I just really still felt like this was this was for me and this was my calling. I mean, I talked to some fans about it and they're like, no, like you need to stay like your, your fans, like we depend on you to be here. And 
I just looked back at the messages. I mean, I've gotten countless messages from people just saying that my stream helps them with their depression. Like they feel like they don't have anywhere that they can really connect with people. And they come in my stream every day and they talk to their friends and they have a great time. Um, I've had people come in that their spouse left them and they just feel like they, they don't know where to go. They don't know who to turn to and they don't really have a ton of friends. And they find that community in my stream. Uh, I've had people with disabilities in my stream that aren't able to talk well, uh, you know, in person with people. And my chat's like a, a really great place for them to just kind of like connect with others and, uh, you know, kind of do that whole thing. So I just started looking at those messages and I was like, you know, this is definitely where I'm supposed to be right now. You know, it may be difficult at times and it is very time consuming and it's not as like, you know, fun and amazing as everyone thinks it is. Like it is, I have a blast, but it is hard work too. And I spend a lot of time on my stream, um, you know, with the graphics and everything. I do all of that. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting thing to explain to other people, especially people that aren't gamers. It's a very uh, different concept, but, uh, you know, my stream's family friendly. So I have nine, 10 year olds in my stream. Um, you know, other than some of the game content, I'm still pretty particular on the things that I play. And, you know, I'm dressed appropriately and the language is appropriate. So and that that in itself is huge because you're really not going to find much of that on Twitch on the female <laughs> end. Just so, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so have you had anybody complain about you playing violent video games or anything like that? Because I know that that happens a lot with with folks who are doing, you know, we get it for playing D&D &D and stuff like that. You know, how are you going to let your kids play that stuff? Have you ever, you know, you're basically doing headshots all day long. Has anybody ever complained about that? I have never had one person complain about that, to be completely honest. Um, I don't know if I've just gotten lucky. I mean, it's also like I've had no one ever complain about my faith. Um, and I really think that's a testament to what I'm doing because I'm not there, you know, kind of like Game Church's model. Like, I'm not there to be preaching to people. I'm there to be myself and for people to see, like, by the way that I live my life and by my actions that I'm a Christ follower. Um, I do a and a session after most nights that I play. I try and do one at least one a week. And one of the first questions is always, are you a Christian or are you religious? Or be, And, you know, I say, yeah, I'm a Christian. And people are like, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> so <laughs> it's never like I've never had any conflict as far as any of that goes at all. Um, I also have a very... Uh, the only conflict I have had is with the whole GTA five thing. Uh, cause I don't play it and I refuse to buy it. And I have a lot of fans come in that are like, Oh, are you going to play GTA five? And then I say, no. And then they say, what, you know, they ask why. And then, so I have to explain, you know, kind of briefly to them, you know, why I, I'm not going to buy the game, why I'm not going to play it. So I guess the only opposition I face would be kind of the other way around. <laughs> The, oh, please, can we watch you play this? <laughs> yes. And then I go, no, you can't. <laughs> That's interesting. Just last week, or last episode, I guess, uh, we had that exact same conversation on the show. Uh, you know, people tend to look yeah. at us and say, well, you guys will do things that are outside of the Christian norm. But we, we also try to point out, you know what? We still have things that we don't do. You know, we, we don't still... do everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, there are things that, that cross our line. And we're going to say, you know what? No, we're, we're not going to do this. Uh, I don't have a problem if you do, but for me, it's it's not okay. Um, so I think in a right. way... Right, and that's, that's what I tell my fans. Yeah, I think in a way, just that's even you saying that. That's what I tell my that. fans, because it's like, yeah. So uh, what are you, you know, what are kind of your hopes for the, the future? Like, where do you want the, the stream to go? What are you looking for? Well, I have so many big things coming up this year. It's kind of just blowing my mind. I also feel like it's just because... God's just blessing me and what I'm doing because it is kind of different, but you know, I'm really making great connections with people, which is super cool. So I'm looking to become partnered on Twitch, which means I need to have like a constant 400 people in my, in my stream. Watching. Okay. What, what does that mean? So I need to have 400 people constantly viewing. So it doesn't mean like I've peaked at 400 before, but it doesn't mean peak. It means like consistent. So like when I was holding 200 consistently right. uh, for like a week, it needs to be that level uh, before I can apply for um, for a subscription button and for all that stuff through Twitch. So, I mean, if I keep building at the rate I've been growing, then I 
I think I should be able to hit that soon. But then again, I mean, the other part of me is, is it, that's not really what it's about. But I am putting a lot of time and energy into it. I mean, it's like a 30, 35 hour a week thing for me. So it would be nice to be partnered through Twitch. Uh, and, you know, my fans are really wanting that too. Uh, and they're super looking forward to that. Uh, so that's kind of my plans as far as that goes. And, you know, I just, I'm being featured in two documentaries this year, two gaming documentaries, two totally different ones. So I'm super excited about that. Um, there's, you know, just kind of like big things coming up. So it's very cool. Nice. So I, there's one thing I, I kind of wanted to, to talk about it. I kind of don't because it really annoys me, but I know it's a thing right now. So I wanted to do it. The whole, the whole geek girl things, girls can't be real gamers thing. Have you ever dealt with that? Has that been a thing for you? Because like we've we've on our end, we do a lot of nerd stuff, and it was for the longest time on the internet, you couldn't go anywhere without somebody, you know, getting all hurt and annoyed and angry over and screaming at the internet. And I was just wondering if that was like I know you you're you know somebody asked you to be on a girl team and you say girl teams suck. I don't play with them. Yeah, I'm not interested in playing with females, and it's not because of the females themselves obviously i have tons of female friends and i'm in a sorority so i'm i'm not against girls uh but the thing is for me is like i don't want to be separate separated in a group i'm a gamer i don't look at myself as a girl gamer i'm a gamer and i want to play with everybody uh, especially i mean in counter-strike days i wanted to compete with the best of the best and the girl teams were always separate they were never like integrated it was always like completely separate <laughs> i mean even the world finals for counter-strike it's like oh there's women finals it's like what i don't want to be in the women finals i want to play with everybody so that's just kind of my opinion on it i i mean like people i get a lot of slack for being a girl gamer uh you know people come in oh you're a girl gamer you should you know go back to the kitchen do it yourself i mean i've heard i've heard all of that stuff for the last 11 years doesn't even phase me but what i tell people is I say, you know what? I'm not a girl gamer. I'm a gamer. <laughs> I'm like everybody else. And I'm going to be talking a lot about that in one of the documentaries that I'm in. It's called No Princess in the Castle. It's all about female gamers that nice. are doing well in the industry. And I pretty much talk all about that. You know, I'm I'm not here to be like, yeah, I'm a girl gamer. And yeah, I did it. Like, I'm just a gamer. <laughs> I'm just like everyone else, just playing games. And I happen to be a girl. Um, the biggest slack I've gotten is... From the 4chan raid, I had one of the guys from the raid, uh, which isn't really saying much, right? But he uh, was trying to be down on me about, you know, oh, you're using your, your sex to get people to watch your channel. You're totally, like, abusing that. And it's like, literally, I, I have no clue what I could possibly be doing. Like, I'm one of the few females on Twitch that's dressed appropriately, um, isn't, you know, does not allow any sexist or uh, sex-ish, perverted, any comments on my channel. I mean, other than the fact that I'm a female, there's nothing else I'm doing and I can't help my gender. So it was very frustrating for me because I just felt like that was super disrespectful to say because it's like I'm not doing anything that has to do with bringing people in because of my gender. I just happen to be a female that's gaming. That's, not, that's nothing I can help. Uh, but I'm definitely not flaunting that I'm a female. So... That's, I mean, I, I've definitely gotten a few things from that, but I mean, overall, extremely positive from everybody. And not to say that there aren't any great female streamers on Twitch, because there are, um, but the majority is a certain way, and I'm completely on the other side of that. So I do have a lot of guys come in like, wow, like, you're like legit. <laughs> you're actually like in the industry. You've been doing this for a decade. Like you're, you're this is good at you this. <laughs> yeah. Like this is cool. And, and they really appreciate that too. So I think the males actually really value that, which I think is cool. Nice. All right. So kind of, you know, we're all the community here. We want to make sure that we, we talk to all the, the, the other people who are doing kind of similar stuff. So kind of, if you were to give out like like the top streamers that you want to recommend to people, uh, obviously other than yourself, because we're all going to tell people to go and watch your stream. But for those moments when you are offline, what are some other streams that you would recommend for people to watch? So um, this is crazy because I have like s 10 people that I follow on Twitch. The reason is because the content just is not 
generally not okay for me. Um, and also because I'm on streaming 35 hours a week, work a job, and I'm in college full time. So I don't really have time to watch people stream. <laughs> so sitting I'm there and watching streaming. others. <laughs> yeah, but I can name a few that have just absolutely blown my mind. Um, well, Mythic Man 95, that's Zach from Game Church City. He just started streaming. Him and his girlfriend, they're adorable. Uh, they're great people. Yeah, uh, Zach, Zach's a cool dude. Yeah, he's so fun to watch. Like, I really enjoy it. I know nothing about Minecraft or the other games that he plays, but I love watching him. He's very, he's interactive and he's just, he's a super cool guy. So I love that stream right now. And that's new up and coming. So definitely support him. Um, and then Summit, of course, who's one of the top streamers. I mean, he's, he's a great guy. His wife's awesome. Uh, not like the clean content that, you know, people are looking for that. Not so much there, but definitely amazing content. And he's an incredible gamer. He's good at every game he plays. Um, and then one that just like absolutely just blows my mind is, um, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Cause he's too famous to talk to me, but I think it's <laughs> air Aaron. It's a I E R O N. And he was actually, he's, um, a disabled gamer and he was born with a muscle disorder that he has absolutely like no muscle on his body. So he's pretty much just bone and he, you know, is unable to walk and stuff. He plays League of Legends, which I can't stand, but wow. he uh, plays with a pen in his mouth. And then he has buttons that he built that he uses his elbow for and then for his feet. And it's honestly like the most amazing thing I've ever seen in That's my life. crazy because I, I played League for a while and that is a lot of quick clicking I know thinking craziness. Yeah. So, I mean, when I came across his stream, I was just absolutely inspired and I was just like, wow, this is awesome. And he is, he is a really great, uh, really, really great fan base. He has almost 20,000 followers. Uh, he, you know, travels to different conventions, does different things. And he's just a really, really great guy. Uh, so it's kind of, that's probably honestly my favorite stream I've ever seen just because I was just like so in awe and wow, like this is really cool. Inspiring to all gamers everywhere, I feel like. Okay, so just to kind of to kind of wrap things up, uh, you know, let you get on with the rest of the craziness of the schedule you just mentioned. Uh, but just to kind of wrap things up, kind of uh, not necessarily what you've streamed, but what – What's your favorite game that you're playing right now? And then kind of do like a what you're looking forward to. Like what game's coming up that you want to either play for the stream or just in general. Okay. Um, I know that's hard. I, 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 I hate know. to be that guy, but it's, you know, know. it's what we do. It's what we do. I know. Okay, so I'm going to add a part to that too just so that I can answer it and Feel not free. sound totally nubby. Okay, so my favorite game I've played so far this year is Bioshock Infinite. Um, I don't play games like that. I really don't. So it was new for me. I played it in 10 hours live stream. And Whoa. I mean, I was in tears. Like I've never been touched by a game like that ever. It absolutely blew my mind. So that really just changed my perspective on gaming. Yeah, <laughs> really we, as a whole. Like I said, we're, we're mostly into card and board games. And we even did like three episodes on <laughs> Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. So we know what you're talking about. Yeah, that game is absolutely mind blowing. So that's definitely my favorite game so far, and also it's I'm I'm eagerly awaiting uh, the DLC for that. Um, the game I'm you know I'm I'm playing WoW right now. I want to get a level ninety so that when I go to my fiance's boot camp graduation, I can surprise him and be like, I've been playing WoW and I have a level ninety. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen because I'm really slow and pretty terrible at the game. But, uh, I, so I've been playing that and, uh, last night and tonight I just hopped on the, uh, Battlefield 4 beta. So I'm kind of been playing that for the viewers and there's a lot of bugs to be worked out, but I absolutely love Battlefield in general. So I feel like, you know, that's probably a big one for me right now is Battlefield. Um, and you know, I'm, I was always very against Call of Duty, but I've been playing it recently. I'm one of the only PC gamers that streams Battlefield. I'm sorry, that streams Call of Duty and Battlefield because <laughs> everyone plays them on console. So it's kind of cool to be like a, not only to be a female gamer, but to also be a PC gamer because a lot of female gamers on Twitch are console players. So I'm kind of repping it for the PC world. Um, 
and I have Ubisoft sending me a copy of Watch Dogs. So I'm excited for that. That's another type yeah. of game that's kind of different for me. Uh, that that game is almost enough to make me buy a PS4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I wouldn't go that far, but I'm like miss. I'm like yeah. You talking to me about consoles? Gosh, that would be like a whole nother episode. <laughs> to be honest, but uh, I mean, I'm just super excited for this year in general. I'm really excited for my my Twitch is just like blowing up. My fans are amazing. They're great people. It's it's such a fun time. Like even if you don't like the game I'm playing, a lot of people stay and just chat with the people. It's it's an awesome community, all ages, um, all races, all over the world. I mean, I have people watching from Hong Kong, from Africa, from Mexico, from you know all over the world. It's a really cool place just to connect with people. And then, you know, the two documentaries I'm doing are just totally different. So I got the gaming perspective on kind of what I'm up to and what I'm doing, which, you know, is easy to talk about. And then I'm going to be in a uh, in the NES club, which is all about a guy traveling around the country trying to collect all the Nintendo games and huh. he meets people along the way. And uh, it was a Kickstarter. And uh, I, you know, since my love for Super Nintendo is kind of what brought me to gaming uh i'm gonna be in that documentary so that's pretty cool and then i'm praying for the future there's like one thing that i want i feel like i've accomplished everything that i've wanted to in my gaming career uh i just feel so blessed and so fortunate just for you know the different awards different shows i've been able to go to the people i've been able to meet it's just been so cool but my last goal is to be Mo- to have a character modeled after me in a video game that's like my top <laughs> uh, okay so, yeah, like the felicia day model in uh dragon age 2 exactly and i'm a redhead like who doesn't like redhead come on like, now <laughs> they're gonna put me in a game it's just a matter of time so <laughs> that's what i'm hoping for and i know people that aren't super high profile that have been featured in games it's just kind of like luck and who you know i have some connections through for access and i got to meet sid myers this year oh so, wow um i might try and edge my <laughs> edge my way in or something i don't know i know it'll happen if it's meant to be but that's Civ just something six, that, like, you get to be one me. of the people dude that would be sick i think it'd be so cool i mean i'm six foot i'm a redhead like gamer like i'm weird put me in a game come on make this happen yes so I mean, there's a lot going on this year, and my fiance is in Navy boot camp right now, and I'm about to graduate next semester from college. So everything's just like super busy right now, but God's definitely still enabling me to to be able to stream a lot. There's some days I have to cancel because of church stuff or work or whatever, but I try and be on as much as possible. And right now, I'm I'm about six days a week, so. Very cool. Well, in order to to help you do that, help you get you know reach that four hundred viewer uh, subscriber you know level that you're going for here, uh, kind of give our listeners all the different ways that people can watch you and contact you and be part of this community. So the best thing to do is to go to my Facebook page, which is just Holly Ann Satola, um, and Holly Ann's two L's. It is not Holy Ann, which if you're a Christian, you probably will spell it correctly. But I have gotten a lot of messages of people calling me Holy Ann. It's not Holy. It's Holly. I am pretty Holy, I will say. <laughs> but it's Holly with two L's. So Holly Ann Satola, and my last name's S-E-T-O-L-A. Um, my fan page on Facebook, I pretty much post everything on there. I have a fan art section for all these hilarious memes that my fans make. Um, I have my Instagram hooked up on there. I have my Twitter, obviously my Twitch. Um, the guy that I mentioned that I'm a huge fan of his stream Arion, I like his page on my Facebook so you can get his information there too. Um, I work with Aztec gaming. It's my college's gaming pretty much organization. I'm the head of that. That's on my Facebook. I pretty much try and keep every single thing on my Facebook. And then if you're like, who is this girl? I still feel like I have no clue who she is and she's kind of weird. If you go to my Twitch page, honestly, I don't think I've left anything out. I mean, I have my schedule, rules, I have my bio, I have a merch website where you can buy shirts that I've made. I, I have... I'm really tempted to buy the What the Frick t-shirt. Okay, yeah. Lie. Zach has that <laughs> and it's glossy. I love, I love my merch. I design all of it myself. I mean, I, have, I even have questions like, are you a natural redhead? Yes, I am. I mean, literally, <laughs> there's, I just feel like I've included everything on my page. I've worked really hard on it. I get asked so many questions. So literally my Twitch page or my Facebook has anything you could ever want. Awesome. 
Well, guys, definitely go and check out Holly Ann's stream. It's a ton of fun. Uh, and yes, if you do go on and, and put a thing on there, I've watched it for a while. She will acknowledge you and say <laughs> hi. <laughs> I will. Even if there's 300 people in there, I usually hit every message. And, you know, I'm all about shout outs and all that stuff. If nothing I, else, it will at least be, oh, hi, welcome. And then you go back to shooting people. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, gotta, I gotta have get priorities. my headshots in, too. Exactly. <laughs> well, all right, Holly, and thanks for coming by. And uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was fun. Well, Mike, I think it was it was really cool. You know, we've talked so much about this topic of girl gamers on the show. We got one, and you know what? Yeah, it didn't seem like an issue. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I was really happy to have it have Holly Ann on. Like like I said, normally we're talking board games, but we do talk enough about uh, the video game aspect of things that I wanted to have her on. Uh, just a super fun stream to watch, and she's just a really cool person and. You know, it's it's amazing to see what she's doing. You know, a lot of people would look at what what she's trying to do there and say, "Oh man, you can't really you know do that as a ministry." I mean, it's the kind of thing that you'd think that like teenage boys are making up, saying, "Yeah, I want to grow up and right, play Call right. of Duty for uh-huh. Jesus." But she's actually doing it, and that's really awesome. Well, and it, and it is the heart of what we talk about here, right? That you take your weird and go out there and just live your weird and share your faith, and good things happen. That's what ministry is. It's, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a huge thing. It doesn't have to be a, a well-established by the book thing. You are who you are. God created you that way. God created a six-foot-tall redhead gamer girl. Awesome. And now she's playing her games for Jesus. I, I think that's great. And I, I think the one, the, the coolest thing that I think she said was just the fact that she, like I, like I said, I've been watching her stream, especially in light of this this interview. But even before then, I was watching her stream, and she doesn't do any kind of like preaching. Or the only time I've ever heard her mention much of anything is when she would do like a game church giveaway. And the fact that so many people would come up to her and be like, "Are you a Christian?" Because it shows. That's um, awesome. That's so yeah. much of what we're what we're about here. And so I was super happy to have her on. Awesome. All right, folks, we uh, we love that you are listening. Uh, we want to remind you that you can go to GameStoreProfits.com, Facebook.com slash GameStoreProfits, uh, GSProfits on Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, GameStoreProfits at gmail.com, LukeNavarro.com. What else? Did I miss anything? Uh, if you go to Game Store Profits uh, and you want to check out what we're doing for the charity event on November 2nd, if you want to support, or even if you're just curious as to what it's all about, uh, go to – I could give you the – the it's extra-life.org, and you can definitely check that out there. Uh, or you can just go to our uh, the Game Store Profits website. Where there's a link. It shows one of those old school, this is how much money we've raised thermometers. And if you click on that, it will take you to our team page and, and uh, check out that out. Very cool. So, folks, as always, we remind you that God is the Game Master, and no matter how the dice fall, the game plays on.